Asian Avengers. So weak. Avengers. So weak. Asian, Asian Avengers. So weak. So so fuckable, bro. You know. Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. Or you can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast for two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. I'm on Mike Nguyen. And welcome. This is episode 53. Yes. Um, shouts to uh, Listening Party Network and shouts. Cardi uh, Canal Street. <laughs> I almost said Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> shouts to Listening Party Network and Cardi B. Uh, no, shouts to Listening Party Network and Canal Street Radio, Canal Street Market for having us. Check out, check out those guys on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Um, how are you, man? What's going on? Anything, anything yeah, new to uh, report to me? Today is my first year wedding anniversary. Whoa! I know, and here I am with you. What? <laughs> is yeah. that why you have to leave early today? I do have to. Leave. Well, I have to leave early today also because I have to get a, I have a, have a, I have a mattress delivered. Oh, but yeah, I okay. should probably hang out with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything planned? What are you doing? Yeah, we're going to the place where we got married. Like the rest, we got married at a restaurant. Oh, and nice. So we're going back to that restaurant, like for listeners. Dinner. That sounds trashy, but it wasn't. It was a very fancy restaurant. <laughs> Why is it trashy? I don't know. Isn't oh, that, I see what you're saying. I don't saying. know. To like a Midwesterner listener, be like, you got married in a restaurant? They're thinking like Max and Irma's Applebee's, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I can't afford an Applebee's. You know how much right. it would be they to would like- be expensive. To like buy out an Applebee's? <laughs> and especially be, in New York. Yeah, so no, we, we um, you know, I had to, I, I, I rolled uh, my, on my own. I had to pay for my own wedding. I didn't have, you know, it's, it's always funny because like I was talking to some of my friends sometimes and they're like oh why don't you just ask your parents for money i was like are you fucking insane <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm i'm like i'm like an old dude i can't ask my parents yeah. for money also i give them money they were asked they asked me for money so i so i have to do get, you really yeah I you, give my you joke money. about that sometimes i never know if it's, why it's a Vietnamese thing dog is it just a respect thing yeah it's just like you know it's just supposed to be like we're all like kind of like it's like a beehive mentality you know, we're all like, we all work together and then we all like go in together. So ultimately, I, I guess it's like idea is like, you know, if I needed to, like if I really needed like, I don't know, 50 grand or something like that. You could have a conversation about yeah, it. Yeah, my mom would be like, well, okay, you know, you're, you know, you, we've, we all work together and yeah. stuff like that. You seem like a good investment because yeah. you've been paying me. <laughs> they go through your report. You go, yeah, exactly. Okay, go ahead, let's, uh, <laughs> Phil, Phil, can, can, can you bring me, can you bring me the new file? <laughs> the books. Yeah, and they just look through. But um, yeah, so I got married at this, uh, this really, I mean, I thought it was a great restaurant. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. So we're going back there, and uh, yeah, and uh, we're just, uh, we're just, we're just gonna Dude, do that. Dude, that's that's so exciting, man. Yeah, it is. It seems weird, honestly. It seems weird that I'm married to her because like we were friends for so long, and so it's just like, oh, who, I'm married to my. To, to her, like it's really it's strange. <laughs> if we went back in time, should and I like, edit this out or? No, no, it's uh, no. She knows. She, she trust me. She she's knows, the one. She knows. She's the one who's going to be like, I can't believe. How did he do that? <laughs> how did he do that? Dreams can come true, guys. You know. Damn. So. Well, happy wedding anniversary, Thanks, man. Bro. I hope you guys have a good time. Let's do a quick shout out to our uh, new Patreon subscribers uh, before we start the show. Uh, again, we are releasing bonus episodes starting March. So uh, we're doing that for people who donate $5 and above um, just to, you know, create some sort of incentive for people who are giving us more, more dough. Um, so yeah, if you donate $2 right now, that might be a good time to upgrade. But here are the new people who signed up uh, as of last week. We have Cat E, Y-E-E. -E. Y-E-E? -E? Yeah, that's Chinese. Yi, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then we have Keiko Komara. Finally, a Japanese person. Finally. Fin that's finally, a, your people a, step up. Nah, that's a fucking Japanese-ass name, man. Keiko Komara, dude. Man, there's so many Ks in there. <laughs> <laughs> you guys love your K sounds. We love Ks, yeah, dude. Yako, komamocho. Komamocho? <laughs> komamocho. Sounds like a Japanese-Mexican guy. I love that. Um, we got Charlie Yan. Y-A-N. Y-A-N. Like, uh... Yeah, that's that's uh, that's that's a Chinese name. Yep, mm -hmm. Stephanie Han. Ooh, that could be tricky. Han is Chinese or could be Korean. Angry Korean. <laughs> <laughs> she has Han. She still has so much Han. Her last name's Han. Yep, uh, Audrey Valenciano. Filipino. Don't fall for it, bro. You know Filipino. it's Filipino. Nice try. I was about to be like, uh, Spanish? Yeah, that name sounds like a fucking Italian bakery, but that shit is Italian. <laughs> that shit is Filipino. Then we have Anu Gil. Anu. Anu. Anu Gil. G-I-L-L. -L. Yeah, so that's a white-ass name. Anu. A -N -U. Anu is okay. something else. Is it a South Asian person? Yeah, I think it's South Asian. What? Yeah, that's kind of cool. Oh, my and God. And then we have uh, Lorinda T. T-H-I. Lorinda. 
Lorinda. That's, some, that's did we learn that from Gian? Is that a Filipino thing where they mix two names like Linda and Lauren? Lorinda. Lorinda. That's a good name. Yeah. That's uh, a good name. Wait, with T. T H I T T or T T H I. Oh, T T. Yeah. Well, T is a Vietnamese name, but Ooh. then it's usually it's not a last name. Okay. So she she could be pulling a fast one on us to this Lorinda. Or maybe she's doing like a first name middle name thing. Maybe she took that as her middle name. Oh, that's because she married tight. a white guy or something. That's kind of tight. Hey, Lorinda, thanks for the cool name. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So thank you so much, new Patreon subscribers. Really appreciate it. Again, listeners, if you don't know what we're doing right now, we have a Patreon page where you can subscribe to uh, our show and and, and uh, access bonus content. We give you a shout out if you give us money. So check that out on Patreon.com/slash/Asian, not Asian Pod. And I've got uh, my half hour special thing. It's special. Uh, special. Oh, you cocky son of a bitch! I don't know. I'm gonna, <laughs> I gotta call it something. Me and uh, Natalie Ocker are doing a half hour on February 26th. That's Tuesday, February 26th. So if this comes out uh, Monday, it's February 26th. So tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Yep. And then so it's February 26th. That's Tuesday, 7:30 at Subculture. So come check that out. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. And we are back with story of the week. Woo woo. Um, this, I had an interesting experience this week and uh, I am in a privileged position to tell the story. I, I realized <laughs> that I've been doing comedy stand up for a long time and there was a point in my life where I couldn't do this thing that I'm about to tell you, but now I'm doing it sometimes and it's very exciting. And uh, listeners, just to give you a little background, comedians, stand-up comedians, when you first start, when you start doing shows, when you start getting booked for shows, you're very excited. Oh yeah. uh, Because it's it's, it's basically a gesture saying i believe in you i yeah, believe in you, your act i want you got some of the chops yes especially I, your first couple times exactly like, wow and i want to showcase you in front of my friends so it's a very it's an honor mm-hmm. yeah and i was i had been um you know treating it treating it as an honor for a very long time uh until about like recently you know i i don't do as many like open mics anymore open mics is where you kind of go try out new material for other comedians um but i'm still writing new stuff but i just don't go to these open mics anymore because we're busy with the podcast and like writing and stuff like that and they're pretty depressing right and so they're really sad and i want to stay happy yeah so what i've been doing is and what a lot of comedians will do is they'll just start doing new shit at shows at these shows that you're supposed to honor you know but you start doing new shit because that's just the that's just the situation that you're in right now you know a lot of experienced comedians will do that i remember when i first started i i did the show at brit pack theater which was like a really cool indie space in oh, Chinatown. I love that space. Yeah, and it was an amazing show. Everybody was killing. I was probably like two years in. I was like doing all my best shit. I had a really good set. And then they booked Michelle Wolf, who is now like very famous. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> this is like 2015. Michelle Wolf came and she literally just had a notebook. Yep. Started reading like tweets, started reading like just ideas they yeah, yeah, yeah. really thought out. Yeah. And she just bombed. You know, but she didn't give a fuck because yeah. that was her open mic. Yeah. This is like six months to a year before she gets past the cellar, like all these HBO special, yep, all this yep. new stuff, right? So, you know, I, I remember my friends being like, who the fuck was that last lady? She was awful. Mm. But they didn't understand that that's yes. just like the way it goes, you know? Yeah. For her, that was a very low stake situation. So I had a thing this week where a new comedian had booked me on like a really cool show at here mm-hmm. in Bergen mm-hmm. it's like a cool it's kind of like Canal Street Market but like for white people yeah <laughs> um, and they, had, they were doing the show 
and it was it was like a DJ and there was like a decent amount of people maybe like 15 20 people it wasn't filled but it was cool they paid to be there I guess which I didn't know until I got there and uh, you know there are new comedians they didn't really know what they're doing I think in terms of like production and you know like host how to host and stuff I don't think they knew was, yeah hosting is an interesting it's a, yeah interesting and skill. like no judgment there like clearly I could tell you were new so like that's fine you do you yeah but I just felt like this was a good opportunity for me to like just do new material yeah because no stakes like nobody important's watching me right and you know it's like just yeah it's just a show it's just a show oh were there a lot of people there like 15 people oh, okay it was it was okay you yeah. know so I, I just did new shit and like I, you know I, I did a lot of crowd work in the beginning just to like get them to like yes, me yeah, first yeah, and yeah. then I, I got some big laughs there and then I did a lot of my new stuff which a lot of it are like incomplete thoughts or just yeah. like they're not tight it's not yes, tight absolutely. it's a lot of me explaining shit and like one like little punchline at the end you yes. know so I, I, I kind of bombed that was like that's uh, my that's my bomb now but you were getting laughs yeah i was getting laughs yeah yeah it's, yeah it's uh it's it wasn't like a silence, a silence it wasn't bomb, silence which, yeah, yeah yeah i mean i haven't had a silence bomb in a little while yeah knock on um, wood or something knock on wood of jesus course, those of course. are you you don't forget oh my god you don't forget those silence bombs you you get you know you do those things and you you can tell where you're just like i've i'm like off i'm like something's wrong yeah. like something happened something like maybe happened. i i have a wearing a shirt that says the n-word on it yeah. I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize oh no oh no my, oh my n-word shirt oh no oh this is role play (laughs) but you know something happens and you're just like oh fuck and then there's nothing you can really i mean you can get out of it but like it's really difficult you're just yeah yeah, yeah. but like i see what your your point is and and um but you mean i i I always think and of course we're i'm we're still on our journey i'm still like working it out but i think as long as you give a good faith effort to try to be funny you're you're doing you're you're honoring the rule of the show. Oh, I see what you're saying. Do you know what I'm saying? You don't have yeah. to like every show is in like a a material only. You know, right, 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 right. As right. long as you're like, as long as you're not there, like I don't know, like purposefully like sabotaging the show. Right, right, right. You know, which I've seen people yeah, do. People do that sometimes. Um, yeah. and because they get frustrated or yep, yep, yep. You know, they're just being an asshole and they like whatever they do. You know, they pick on somebody enough where they like you know keep causing a problem or or whatever yeah i've seen that happen or they have a meltdown which is actually yeah, to be honest with you i think kind of funny those are those are funny only two comedians only though. two comedians yeah, but yeah, if you yeah, have a yeah, meltdown yeah. like that could ruin the show it for can, everyone and nobody show. else can exactly up, so so it happened and i it's fine if i i don't i didn't feel bad about it but yeah. then when i left she paid me fifty dollars i always feel weird getting paid and <laughs> if i had known that i was gonna get paid i would have like done a little bit like I would have done some of my A material a lot yeah. more I only did like one yeah you know and I guess it's like when somebody now it's like if somebody pays me I'm gonna try to do a very good job but if you don't pay me it's a free bar show then I feel t- I kind of take that as liberty to kind of like try new stuff yeah yeah, and yeah you can't really get mad at me because you're not well, paying me yeah again I mean I think as you were you were trying to yeah. make get laughs and and I bet you that quote unquote bomb is is probably as good as you would have done like two like three years ago you know in your first couple yeah, years yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Material. that's true that's true i mean you know obviously some some polished stuff is always going to be really good but yeah um i mean this leads me to another thing because i did uh i did a couple shows yesterday and um one at the pit uh christine lee helped me out so shouts to her mm-hmm. and then the other one and it was a good show and then i i did i did college humor with brian park mm-hmm and that was an insane show. College I mean, Humor Live. Human College Humor Live. And yep. it was like 100 people. Yeah. And it was uh, incredible. Like, you know, I tried really hard because I, you know, I, there was a lot of comics I respected on there. Yeah. And I wanted to go do well in front of them. And everybody did well. And I didn't get paid for the College Humor Live one. Yeah. But um, I, I'm going to get paid for the for the first one. And the first one was like a small show, a bar show, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... It just kind of brings up the idea of getting paid for comedy. Like yeah. I was talking to my friends about it afterwards. Like you know, they're like, "Mike, you did amazing, blah blah. Everybody did good. How much did you get paid?" And I, and I was like, "Get paid." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, never yeah, get yeah. paid. I mean, you know, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, like randomly, someone will give me money on Venmo, and I'm like, "Oh, this is nice." Yeah. But in general, in comedy you don't get paid to do a lot of stuff like for years and years and yeah. we'll do tons of shows you know i did uh you know i i, I, I helped out uh ronnie chank name drop at, at a show <laughs> and he gave me some money but I, he didn't have to i didn't yeah. expect him to get paid yeah yeah um uh, i didn't expect him to pay me and i don't know it's like part of it is this is the mentality because there's so many comedians and yeah. so little stage time especially yeah. good quality stage time that there's like 
there's just way too much supply for the demand. Right, right, right. But at the same time, I do think comedians, like, we devalue what we do because we're like, whatever, we're shooting comedians. Oh, give me a drink ticket. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, uh, I live at home with my mom. Whatever, you know, like all those things because Mm -hmm. you kind of feed into your own persona of, like, being a poor, like, shitty person. Yeah. And so I don't deserve to be paid, which is like, but then that's how you get a lot of situations where clubs or whatever different places will, like, fuck you because they a know that there's a lot of other comedians and b they um they know that you won't that you don't respect yourself to get paid Mm, see this is a lot of this is the thing that i don't think a lot of listeners know and again this might be a new york la thing you know i I, I, I do because i've done shows in like ohio just a bar show at a library or something and i get paid like 20 bucks you know so and so there's two things here i think one you know there is a lot of supply in new york and so the only way to differentiate your show from another show is that it's free and it's got the same level of comedians right which is very sad but i think we need to kind of start again we we always just need to stop thinking like comedians you know because when you talk to your friends right when they ask you how much did you get paid i get that question a lot at hack city yeah like how much do you make producing hack city Uh, i'm like we make a little bit money with donations donations, but you know but i've got to pay for the stage i gotta pay for the amp i gotta you know what i mean i'm not and i pay i I, I mean we pay comedians now you know we pay comedians now it's not much but it's just it's more of a gesture of like hey i respect you thanks for coming out right um so when we did uh sorry we do when we did um uh crushing the myth uh and you know that guy produced a nice show yeah and i'm sure he wasn't trying to get paid but he had the mentality of like oh well maybe you know he you could see that being a series and him making some income out of that yeah and yeah, he just, yeah yeah, he yeah, automa- yeah from right from the get-go yeah is like thinking that way because he's like charging x amount per ticket or whatever yep, 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 and for yep. us we're just like we just want a lot of people there yay yeah and yeah, it's yeah, be yeah, funny, yeah, ha, yeah. Ha, you know which yeah. is i mean to be but it is what we want because we're comedians right i think a lot of people don't know when they go to comedy clubs especially in new york those only like the host and the headliners getting paid. Yeah, so everybody think, else is. You guys not. didn't know that, right? Yeah, like they don't get nobody paid. else is getting paid, nobody which is insane. Ooh, that's why it's like a, that's why you go to these comedy clubs and it's not the coolest place in the world. Like it's yeah. uh, from an architecture standpoint, but also from like a hygiene perspective, it's not that nice, you <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah. And you wonder like, how are these guys making any money? Like paying for this place? This is like a midtown. Like what's yeah. going on here, right? But it's because they're they're not their overhead is it, pretty low because because their talent's not getting paid. So like the product that they're selling is pretty much free yes right that's an insane thing to think yeah. about you know? i mean <laughs> it's kind of like not paying your uber drivers you know it's kind of crazy because like the waiter makes more money than most of the comedians right the right, waiter right, gets right. paid the waiter right. is like you know getting paid minimum wage or tips yep and the comedian gets you know nothing i mean yeah. uh, again like maybe they'll kick you 20 bucks yeah so you know? i mean the host gets 100 usually yeah usually gets then, on the weekend and then um headliners get paid but that, that's like a whole other thing yeah but you know when they get paid I, i'm talking like 20 bucks for a spot yeah right it's it's <laughs> And then there's a gap because for us, you know, the way we sort of expect it to work is like, you, you know, it's like getting, it's like getting your PhD, yeah. you know, it's like eight years, you don't yeah, make yeah, any yeah. money or oh, you, you're yeah, in the yeah, hole, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like a lot of money. Yeah. And, you know, towards the end of it, maybe, you know, like in the seventh grade, you're getting a little bit of things, you know, like you got your postdoc and you're getting a little money and then you hope that Google hires you or whatever the fuck it is. Mm. And then you're like, okay, here's like a hundred grand. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you do go on, let's say you go on the road, obviously you can get paid from that or you, um, you know, that the sort of ideal situation is like a really big headliner who's going yeah. on tour goes, you know, asks you to come with him. Yeah. And you, you know, you can get paid a significant amount of money. I mean, I'm talking like thousands of dollars yeah. to do 10 or 15 minutes of work. And then you just, and it's, you know, it's a fun time. You do yeah. a good time. And it's like, here's a check for three grand because yeah. you now you're hooked into this whole thing where there's like a real business person yeah. managing all this stuff. So it's like a weird economics thing. I can't remember. Like there's a lot of things like this, like artists, like art artists, like fine artists, musicians. Yeah. yeah. You're in the hole for a long time. And then one day you hope that like somebody's like, hey, here's a TV show. Here's a million dollars. Right. To make up for. To make up for that's that why eight years right. of like, you know, yeah. being a PhD student. That's why when you chase the arts as a passion, it's risky. It's risky financially too. It's That's, it's, that's why you shouldn't think of it as like, oh, I'm going to make money because that's not, no, you're that's not, not going to is money, yeah you're you not know? gonna make money doing it yeah so i hope you guys feel a little bad for us and uh, <laughs> uh ch- check so out our patreon check page, out our patreon page. <laughs> well seriously that's why like you know we're taking this act on the road
road for a little bit. Yeah. Um, shouts to North Carolina State University. We'll be there. <laughs> they hired us randomly to do stuff over there. It was sweet. Um, and, you know, we're going to go to DC and other places, stuff like that. But, like, we're making money doing that. That's and, great. Oh, and already, that amount that they're paying us is probably more money than you ever thought you'd make in comedy. No right? way. And I'm still in the whole five grand. <laughs> right, 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 right. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, it's a... It's a privilege because there's a lot of very funny comedians. Yeah. And I'm not putting myself down. I think I'm pretty funny, but yeah. like, um, you know, it's just, it's work, it's worked out for us to be able to go on the road. So it's, it's awesome. And it is like, it's one of those situations where we make nothing for a long time. We're, we're, we got a whole bunch of shows coming yeah, up. Yeah. And I'm, I, you know, we, we're, we're going to be in the hole and then somebody will like give us like a couple, like, you know, some, some money. I'm just like, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. So. Damn. Well, this segment has been brought to you by Patreon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> branded content, baby. <laughs> And we are back with everybody's favorite segment, Das Race News. Uh, today we've got a couple interesting things. Um, first, a little, a little weird one. This is not, this is bad PR for Asians. <laughs> but you know, we got to talk about it because we have to, we have to own up to everything that we do. You yeah. know, whether it's good or bad. Um, a volleyball coach, sorry, a former University of Kansas vo- uh, volunteer, volunteer volleyball coach. I missed that the first time. He's a volunteer. <laughs> volunteer volleyball coach was arrested earlier this month for allegedly stealing dozens of pairs of underwear from female players and cataloging them in his home, authorities said. Uh, Lawrence police say they searched the home of Skylar Yee, he's Chinese, as we learned earlier from the Patreon <laughs> subscriber, <laughs> yeah. 23, earlier this month after linking him to a series of break-ins on campus. Oh, wow. Police said they found a roughly 40-drawer plastic storage container labeled with names of current and former players. A pair of underwear was found in each labeled drawers, dude. Dude, I am... I mean, this guy t- took the Marie Kondo That's thing what was, yeah, yeah, to yeah. the extreme. Yeah. Each one is folded perfectly. Yeah, 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 Does yeah, this yeah. spark joy? <laughs> Do these panties spark yeah, joy? Yeah. For- these, these panties. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Let me see here. Yes. They do. Yes. And I'm gonna call like, this dude here, he collects underwear like I collect Jordans. Okay? Dude, it's crazy. Each one in a hypodermically and sealed uh, fucking. <laughs> that's what makes this very Asian. That's what makes this Asian. Container. You ever seen uh, that show Dexter? Yeah, 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 it's, it's yeah. kind of like that for punties. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my gosh, man. He's 23. He's a Chinese dude. Too bad he has a cool name. Skyler? That's a yeah. fucking cool name, man. You know, I mean, I feel he's Chinese. Yeah, Chinese American dude. Nice. You know? So I, I kind of wanted to first it. talk about. Yeah, man. That's a funny, like, Marie Kondo parody. Like, Marie Kondo for perverts. <laughs> for perverts. He's like, oh, I've got so. Hello, my name is Marie Kondo. Ah, <laughs> yes. I've got so. I, hi, I'm, 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 my name is Skyler. Talk about three things. Panties, <laughs> used volleyball shorts. <laughs> I've got so many volleyball shorts, and I just don't know what to do with them. And I've just been collecting them because whew, I have to admit, I just have a hard time letting go. <laughs> She's got a translator still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The translator's like, we should really go. We should call the cops. I, I, we no, should no, call. Let's let's no, hear no, Let's just see what's going on here. First, yeah. put all the panties on the bed, yeah. so you can see how many panties yeah. you have. <laughs> And like, like all the guests, um, their face are like it's got mosaic, you know, because they <laughs> yeah. can't and they they master voice. Yeah, it's just like he's got a big pie. It's like I just yeah. didn't know until now that's just how many panties I had. And <laughs> this bra, oh man, this bra right here. Wow, this one. I just I this was one of the first ones. This yeah. is one of the first things I stole, <laughs> and I just I guess I should hold on to it, but. You know, does a spark joy, and he just to say thank you to he's the bra. Crying, he's crying. <laughs> he throws it. Up. I don't want to let it go. He, you know, he donates it to another yeah. more needy pervert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my god! The police are at the door. Can you give me a fucking second? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going through something. Oh my god! So I think you know. I, I mean, volleyball, especially, man. I think if you're like a male coach. You, you should be under investigation. You should every constantly, single everyone, one. just open an investigation yes. to every single and one you, of them. You and I'm pa- sure most of them will be fine. Yeah. Completely, you know, uh, you know, just... Pantyless. Pantyless, pantyless apartments. focused on uh, the game. The art. But once in a while, you get yeah. a dude who's cataloging them. Yeah. <laughs> did he have like a... I wonder if he had like a spreadsheet. Did he have he like... He probably did, dude. He's just like, okay, well, you know what? I got to enter this into Excel. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing like regressions. Yeah, exactly. Know? He's like, okay, uh, my, my, my collection has been growing at an exponential yeah, rate. Yeah, it's like so. you spring you know what that means purple underwear mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> um, oh, wow. so I wanted to open up this discussion to um, creepy coaches and creepy teachers yeah. um, because 
I remember I had a few growing up and a couple of them, one was a coach for the women's soccer team. It was just called Mr. D. And if you went to Hilary Davidson High School, you know who he is. <laughs> he, he taught AP Euro. And, oh, did he? Uh, yeah, he taught AP Euro. And like, one of the things he did is uh, he would like massage mm-hmm. uh, the female students back during class. Okay, come on. That's like real, that's like not even like a but like, like, in, like, so that in class see. in front of other people wow yeah dude and like uh this isn't that he, long he would, ago, he right? would, so this is how he would do it he would like we play, we like be learning about you know whatever war that was happening in <laughs> the Napoleonic war hey yeah. susan come on over here hey how you doing um <laughs> and then like he he would you know ask the question to the class and he'd pick on a student right be like oh kathleen what do you think and then she'd be like mm, i don't know and then he'd be like oh do you know now <laughs> he would, like, no to, he didn't He'd be like, what about now? Like, you need to relax, you know? I, Dude, he would do this, and we just brushed it off as like, what a creepy dude. And even she would just do that thing where, like, you know, when girls are, like, when it's awkward, she just kind of does this, you know? Like, what's happening? Like, oh her, her my eyes God. are... And we're just like, hey, it's 2006. Like, this is okay. This is just weird. This is weird. <laughs> but holy shit, I was so uncomfortable. And, like, you know, maybe, I mean, I, I did this multiple times. It, it was like a thing. It was like a known thing, like, oh, you know, Mr. D, he does that. You know, and the the problem is that we can't make a Netflix special, I mean, Netflix documentary about this situation. Yeah. That's why people didn't know about it, you know? Yeah. I we mean, need to have Netflix documentaries about all of these different, like, dudes, like, high school dudes. Hi, dude, that, you know, have you seen uh, the Netflix special, uh, not, not like special, the uh, Netflix documentary called The Keepers? It's about nuns. Yeah. It's about the Catholic community oh, and that whole thing. a lot of abuse with nuns and children. Yeah. Um, and it was about that. But, you know, people were recounting stories from like 40 years ago. But now that the Me Too thing is happening, I remember this because this was like 2006. It's not, it's still pretty fresh in my mind. Yeah. So somebody should make a Netflix documentary that's supporting maybe all the donate, all the profits go to the Me Too movement or whatever. But we could talk to former high school teachers. Like we could have students. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we should produce this. <laughs> we should. Produce- I don't know if I want my name all over this. <laughs> hey Mike, you're, Dude. You're, you're the, you're the, you're the. But, the, but it the, really the- just goes to like, I'm sure, you know, this, this stealing underwear shit, it's, almost like a hack thing right i'm sure this has been happening oh, for years for sure but now it's like not cool you know because the not me too cool. is not yeah. cool um it's not okay the fact that none of us spoke up speaks to the education yes. of that time right because i would consider this is a pro like euro these are the kids who are like trying harder hardest in school they're yeah. smart kids they're smart, they're smart but, kids. but we didn't have the tools to understand oh this is not okay yeah this is not like it's not funny. Yeah. You know? It's it's whenever there's a... Like, that's the whole thing is that there always has to be... There's always, like, a power difference. Yeah. It's like one person is, like... You know, you look up to this, the, the... Whatever, the priest or the, the teacher or whoever it is... Yeah. As, like, oh, this guy or girls knows what's up. Yeah. Like, this person is leading us. Yeah. You know? Even, you know... Even if you like make fun of the teacher, like intrinsically, you understand there's like a difference in like the role, and this person then can like do stuff such as massage the girl yeah. in middle of class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, everyone's yeah. like, oh, that was weird. But at the same time, you're not sure what you. There's like so much impetus you need to overcome in order to like do that because like, you know, you, you try to imagine like, are you gonna walk into the principal's office and like start like yeah, how do you explain that you know like start a thing and then like you have to go to class the next day yeah, yeah. He, he's still in charge of your grade he's still in charge of your shit yeah. you know what i'm saying like and even if the principal took it seriously it's not going to be like instantly he's out of here because yeah. he's fucking tenured and shit yeah so how did he like get whatever the fuck you know what i'm saying got caught or he never got caught what wow he, i mean that was one of the i mean some so I, there are three teachers in my community three? Who, there are three that i'm thinking of right now two of them uh, one got arrested by the FBI. Oh my for god! Child pornography. He was <gasps> he was a gym teacher, and people also had rumors about him. Oh, he would shit. like watch the boys change and shit. It was weird. Uh. but again, we were just like, "What a weird dude!" It's two thousand. <laughs> two thousand six was such a fucking weird time, what man. A weird dude, because it was cr- cr- progressive, but like progressive, not really. But we weren't really so sure. We, we were just like. Yeah, we would ju- we would just like we weren't we were no longer saying gay anymore, so it was progressive in that way. But if somebody uh, did something like that, we'd be like, "Man, you're a weirdo." Yeah, and that was it. That was like the slap on the wrist. So that guy got arrested by the FBI. He's on. You can look him up. His name was uh, his name was Mr. Hyman. No, his name is Hyman. Yeah, his name was Hyman. Yeah, ironic. Oh come on. Yeah, man. it's just like <laughs> God has a sense of humor, my friend. <laughs> wow. Um, and then another one was my cross country coach, and this was just an alleged thing, but he did get fired. He uh. um. 
he was driving a 14 year old girl home because she was babysitting his children and he drove her home yeah and then apparently when they said goodbye he like touched her thigh inappropriate and she like reported it oh but the pr was enough for it to get him fired and i think some people that's good were on his side on this i'm not really sure what happened this was like two years ago but you know that but it's like you know going back to what we were just talking about like you know that like if it's a if it's a a thigh thing yeah a, that's it, right that's not okay yeah, a, yeah but like it's a thigh thing in a car that's just like you know it's like a, the tip of the iceberg is like there's like a little thing you see that gets reported yeah and then there's probably like a shit ton of other stuff yeah that they're like oh yeah you know and then there was that other time that he like you know whatever grabbed somebody's butt or whatever mm-hmm, the fuck mm-hmm. it is and nobody talked about that but then like you know it's just like a cumulative thing because if finally something like gets reported you know, after all these years, yeah. it's like, whoa, how long has it been yeah. going on for? Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. And um, I don't know what I mean. Do you did you even think it was weird that I mentioned he drove her home? Because teachers at my high school did that. My, I remember one time I saw my sister coming home and her orchestra teacher like dropped her off at my house. And I thought that was so fucking um, weird. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, like you're not. I, I could see yeah that's also strange it's just like seeing my little sister getting out of a car f- with an old man was like what the I fuck think like, I think it's, I think I think, I think it, what was good about my high school was that all the teachers were super depressed and so they didn't mm, want why 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 depressed no they're just older and they I don't know it's just, there, was, older? there was just there was just a thing where it's just like <laughs> you would never associate yourself with a teacher <laughs> it was like it was not it was not it was not like oh you guys didn't have any like fun teachers no we didn't have like oh, fun teachers like, like oh Mr. Mr. Myers, he's he's a goofy yeah, math teacher. Yeah, you didn't have that? No, it was everyone was like very serious dudes and you know, like, you know, good teachers, but like very you know, like they, they were uh dedicated and dorky and mm. it wasn't like, Oh yeah, let's let's get into uh Mr. Phillips's Prius here, you know what I'm saying? It was like not cool. Well, uh, I think a lot of this happened because of extracurricular activities. So my uh, sister was in some like after school orchestra program and he just drove her home after rehearsal. I don't know why my mom was home. <laughs> she could have just picked her up I I don't know I again didn't have the tools to understand what was happening yeah yeah you know? yeah but so you're saying like did you do any extracurriculars yeah I did um but <laughs> I did judo yeah I, did judo. <laughs> I wish I did judo I uh I swam um and I you know I, and so nothing like you never heard anything I guess swimming is not co-ed it's co-ed yeah it yeah co-ed. well so, I so mean you, it you never heard anything there's a guys and girls uh there's a girl swim thing and then there's like we had male teacher and instructors and stuff like that and um it was i don't know i mean i i don't know maybe i just didn't hear about it there was one history teacher and him and this other girl uh they were like very close Mm -hmm. do you know what i'm saying yeah but it didn't seem like one was like preying on the other one do you know what i'm saying it just seemed that the rumors never got to the point where it was like oh you know we would kind of be like oh they like hang out a lot Ooh, you know? interesting but interesting. like we never heard any you know like he, he like never touched her or did anything like that yeah and so it's it's always a, a tricky loaded situation when you have like a lot of you know like like young people and then like people in power that's how you get all that weird shit <sighs> that's how yeah. you get all that shit man okay yeah. the trick is to no ha- don't have any power don't have any power you know, yeah you know, we'll be weakling one last thing i want to mention about this and how it was like asian culture is i feel through watching like or like reading manga and anime and stuff this the pervert character is characterized as like as funny so i was just thinking about yeah <laughs> when like the, the the volleyball player who like steals panties yeah uh i just immediately thought of um the in ranma one half the grandfather the grandfather was, with the beard right yeah he's and, a pervert and he's always touching boobs and stuff and like he, he he always like um ties the handkerchief around his nose like a ninja and he he like steals panties by like ninja style like he goes from roof to roof right you right. know what i'm saying and you're like you watch that and it's funny and you're kind of like oh that's kind of cool i want to steal some panties yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i mean that's actually a problem in japan is people stealing underwear work because people, like people they leave, leave it out yeah, leave yeah. it out because we don't have dryers right um so it's actually that's, that's a real problem that you can report to the police but again i mean rama came out in the 90s i don't know what anime is like now but i think a lot of asian people do watch anime and stuff like that and they do kind of treat those sensitive topics in a i guess now it would be considered like an inappropriate take well so i i think i think uh you know to to simone jacobson's point it's Mm -hmm. all about this kind of like masculine rape culture thing yeah 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 and it's like normalizes that like if somebody's like you know an 80s uh teen 
teen com comedy movies yeah you know that if there's a summer camp the guy the boy summer campers would like go and panty raid the girl summer campers mm. you know what i'm saying that yeah 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 it's yeah, like yeah, a yeah, funny yeah. thing yeah, it's supposed yeah, to be yeah, funny yeah, right yeah, yeah and it's like oh we're just teasing but i mean if you think about it that's really terrifying yeah, right yeah, it's like yeah. 30 dudes are gonna roll up into your place and like steal all, like, all your underwear but like it's supposed <laughs> to be like <laughs> when you order like that it sounds like a like well, a gang activity well it is you know what i'm saying it's like <laughs> it's this like is what a bunch of guys a bunch of guys are gonna do roll up in your place and steal all your shit and that's what a panty raid i mean yeah. that it is but we call it like a panty raid it's, it's it yeah. sounds funny You're yeah, supposed to be yeah, funny. yeah 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 and like when you position like an old an old dude like you know jumping from rooftop to rooftop using ninja tech tech techniques in order to steal underwear it's like it's kind of like you know you're 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 saying it's it's supposed to be a funny thing ha 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 yeah. look at him hey look at Hawkeye he's so funny yeah 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 as, a, as an Asian person I feel partially responsible for this Skyler's behavior <laughs> we must own up to it guys we, we, must, we gotta we own do. up Stop we gotta own that. up this is not okay damn um, so yeah that was fun that was race news part one that was race uh, news part move one on. yep and uh, you know we're um, you know let's let's keep it romantic uh, <laughs> we're gonna do the other one uh, I've read about this and uh, essentially uh, apparently there is a service now uh it's a website called join my wedding mm-hmm. and it allows people just anyone anyone to um browse around and uh join a an indian wedding so it's wow. like it's like airbnb it's for right. indian weddings and the and the point is to let other people experience like authentic indian culture yeah so the way that they do the way they kind of pitch it is uh you haven't you haven't been to India until you've been to an Indian wedding. Join my wedding gives travelers the chance to be on the guest list of a genuine cultural celebration. Um, if you're the kind of traveler that seeks out genuine cultural experiences to broaden your horizons and give you a fresh perspective, a traditional wedding should be at the top of your list. And I was reading about uh, some articles, and they said that the average wedding in America is something like thirty thousand or twenty nine thousand dollars, which is a shit ton of money. Yeah. And and but an Indian wedding is like double that. Like a traditional USD? That's what they said. Damn. That's crazy. That and is crazy. I've I've have I been to I've not been to any Indian weddings, weirdly enough. I've been to a lot of Indian birthday parties and stuff like that. Mm. And and like pseudo weddings. Anniversaries. And they those are already big things. Yeah. Five hundred people show up you know all your f- friends you know all your friends friends all your all these other people from whatever yeah. the fuck it is and there's just like it, tons of money yeah so uh, imagining a wedding is got it's got even it's even bigger this multiple days yeah it's like a know? music festival it's like a music <laughs> festival it's like Yo, a week, you going man. to Roger's thing <laughs> oh shit Raj Fest Raj Fest 2019 I would love to go to India I've only seen it in like Instagram stories so like because we have you know comedian friends who are Indian yeah. and they'll sometimes fly back I mean it's serious you know like Usama goes a lot and dude like, you gotta go you know, back guy, to, I mean it's already like he's a, a traveling thing. he's a struggling comedian but he still goes back that just goes to show you like how, the, how, how important it is it is you know? it is important and now now, fortunately thanks to joinmywedding.com yeah. we can now, now go can to go. one of these things so i was like looking at one of these and so you can go through you can scroll through and there's a lot of um indian weddings and all of these photos fo- this is a whole racket there's all these photos you got to do yeah everybody looks really cute and stuff like that um and then it just makes uh western weddings look like trash because it's just so <laughs> fancy first of all already the you know indian culture is very lush yeah a lot of colors yep, very beautiful yeah yep. um, a lot of dancing very fun yeah uh and so you already got that as a base layer yeah that, that's like that's just like they're like already Friday it's more night. interesting they're already yes. more interesting yeah and then on top of that of course you have all the tradition if, yeah. you know, if it's uh, various uh, religions and stuff like that and it, again it's multiple days so you can go through and i just like grabbed one and you can read about Surab and Ayushi's story, you know, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and they say day one, day two, and it, uh, it costs, uh, you know, it tells these you where not, it is. These are not Indian Americans, right? No, these are, this is in, in India. And okay. so it's, so this one, for example, uh, Surab and Ayushi would love to, you to join them on their special day while traveling in India. So they kind of position this as, if you're in India, why not also go to this thing? Wedding, yeah. And it's $250 a person. So, yeah. you know, I guess if you and your, you know, whoever, your, your, your guest wants to go, it's like 500 bucks, That's which is a significant amount of money. It's not though, because when you go to a wedding, how much do you give? Am I, I mean, aren't you, aren't you supposed to give like 150? It depends. Um, when I go to my friend's weddings, I, I buy them something on the registr- registry or I give them cash for about 150 So that's only $100 more to go to somebody you don't even fucking know. And they're going to fucking give you a tour. 
Well, I mean, I don't know if what what it is. I don't think they give you a tour. I think you just you just go, you just go. But but plus, because here's the thing: is that there's probably going to be like a five hundred fucking people there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. I I can't imagine that. I mean, I'm sure maybe they'll say hello to you. Yeah. But like, it's not like you can hang out with these people. Well, I, I was reading one of the reviews, and it said like, oh, it was so fun. My mom couldn't wait to exp- um to share the Indian tradition and explain some of the culture and, tr- and traditional activities to ah. the tourists. So I think depending on the couple, you get more or you less. You get a little bit more or less. What I want though i want to have the um i, w- I want to have the indian second wedding okay i want to go to the wedding where um the the, uh, the guy got divorced Ooh. you know what i'm saying and then you know because is that wedding also big or is it really shameful <laughs> and sad and small what if it's still f- better than like a first white person wedding yeah <laughs> <laughs> so like the second white person wedding is usually yeah. a lot more tame right yeah, it's just like yeah. maybe it's a little restaurant you've it, been to a second wedding no but i can just imagine yeah, i mean yeah, i've heard yeah. about it right it's yeah. like you know second or third it's wedding it's fucking applebee's yeah man. it's just gonna be true <laughs> Chill. It's gonna be chill. It's just like ten people, you know. It's not I mean, an open bar. It's, you're, a, it's you're yeah. Okay. It's, it's uh, you know. It, Barry's getting married again. Yeah, yeah, With yeah. this nice lady um, and a pottery class. And hey, it's gonna be chill. You know, I want that. I want that Indian wedding. Yeah. I want the second Indian wedding. That's so funny. Carmen you know? Lagala has a joke about that. Like she, her dad got married three times, and then she talks about her third wedding. Her dad was just wearing jeans. Yeah. Which is so. T- I mean, I bet that actually happened. Dude, I mean, at that point, you're just like, I can't do this again. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah, another yeah. sixty G's. Yeah. What are you know? doing after this? I'm just gonna go to work man i'm gonna go i gotta i gotta go i'm on my lunch break right yeah now. yeah yeah so uh you can do this indian wedding it's it's a, a two-day thing i i don't know i have to we'd have to ask or or maybe maybe this we have some listeners in uh in india who can tell us but this I, i'm sure there's a lot of it's i'm sure it's a lot of fun yeah but my wedding i paid for it myself i mean of course definitely like we recouped stuff with my from my guests yeah and um but that was already pretty stressful I can only imagine how absolutely stressful this is and it's multiple days and it's so much money. But mine was a small one, not that many people. Mm-hmm. And it was already like, you know, it's a true test of like, are, are you going to, this is like almost like the final challenge for you and your wife mm-hmm. or for wife to be before you can, you know, do it. Because this is like, bring all your family together, bring all your oh, friends yeah, yeah, together. Yeah. There's a, a ton of money you're just going to burn. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, that's and it's why like, well, maybe that's why maybe wedding is important. It is because it's that final. Like it's it, you know if there is family tension, let there be family tension. Yes. How it, are you going to How are you going to handle it? Yeah. And I you know I, I have some friends who uh, aren't married, and you know they just decide not to get married. They're like, what's the difference between not being married and you know we're we still love each other? And they're like you know domestic partners legally or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying like, it's one of those things. It's like, um. It's like, you know, anything. It's like a final exam. Yeah. You know? Yeah, sure. Maybe you already know. Maybe you already know the material, but yeah. we need to put you through some kind of special torture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah That's yeah, why yeah, a final yeah. exam is important because life is full of like things like that, like a wedding where you're just going to be like, okay, you know, I know you love each other, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, can you do it with two moms <laughs> who do not like each other? Right, right, right. And right, also, right, right, you got right. your cousins and everybody wants this thing and like, oh, this one guy's vegan, but everybody else yeah. doesn't. Is it going to be open bar and somebody's going to be shitty to you? Yep. And like, you know, that's that's what's up. But this Indian wedding, I can't imagine. I mean, uh, for anyone who's in India, is does everybody like this? Yeah, because it's, in America, be scary. weddings, especially among millennials on the East Coast and the West Coast, there's almost like a stigma to it where it's like, oh, another wedding. Yeah. But this is like, you can't go in with that attitude because no. it's like a seven days. You have to be like, <laughs> you, you have to be have all like, about it. You know, you have like um, lanyards with the with the badges. You, yeah. know? you have like VIP passes. Yeah, right? um, uh, yeah, a bride side Dude, a guest. Yeah. It's literally like a week long. So yeah, I, mean, I wonder if culturally it's a very exciting thing, you know? I mean, one thing that may be nice is like if you have a big support network, a lot of people are doing a lot of different things. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm sure there's a business or you got like an event planner and there's, there's this whole production, right? Everybody sure, does yeah. it. But again, it's just like, you know, if you're if if you're a, a, a Yushi or Sarab here, it's like, you know, you could use that money for a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You could. I don't know how much houses cost. And <laughs> yeah, but that's what's so interesting about Indian culture is, you know, you could argue that, um, you know, they may be frugal or like economically smart 
you know they, they only invest in things that are really worth it like education exactly right but then like for some reason with weddings they they just turn into like Lil Wayne and they just <laughs> like I don't know why they yeah. just like that week the, you, you, they just fucking uh, there's elephants there's flowers you know, you know there's exactly. a thousand people there's all types of food yes right it's a, it, this is their clubbing this is know? their clubbing this <laughs> is, and, and it's funny because like it says here like the, it gives you like a description and it says um, you know is there is there alcohol and it yeah. says no right yeah. but you don't need alcohol you don't, but that's how when fucking, you've got doves being right. released okay <laughs> right you're flexing as hard as possible that's how you know they're good at partying it's because mm. people are having a great time without alcohol man they're, they're not drinking but you know and they're you know but this they're still getting super lit yeah dude this is crazy that's amazing so if you have any listeners out there if you have any anals out there from India or Indian American folks or anyone who's like yeah or gone to an Indian wedding we want to know yeah, what it's or like just invite us or we're oh, yeah. happy to pay you 250 a person you know I don't know about that but <laughs> we ain't got that kind of money well, we can you know we'll send another Patreon for the Indian wedding <laughs> send, send Mike and Fumi to an Indian wedding just one <laughs> And we are back with our brand new segment, Mailbag. This is where we answer any questions from our fans. Um, if you want to send us stuff, if you want to participate in this, uh, please email us at asiannotasianpod at gmail.com with the subject mailbag, and we'll filter through and, and pick a good one. Um, just quick shout out to everybody who's been uh, doing this. It's been really awesome hearing from you guys. Um, you know, we can't get to all of them in one episode, but as we continue to make more episodes, we'll hopefully get to all of you. Some of you are, some of you are like sending us straight up articles like just pitching like race new shit yeah um, that's kind of interesting i like it that's fine we're, we may not ever get to that but yeah. um, we do read we do read we do all, read it we do read all the things so we if do. you and there's a couple people i wanted to get back to even if we can't do an quote-unquote on-air segment yeah i want to get back to you about questions because sure. you know we, we appreciate it we so appreciate for sure. it so this one i really like this one uh because he's another he's a he's a fellow asian bro like us and uh, straight asian bro we don't hear from a lot of us you know mm-hmm. so this guy's name is alan he says sup dudes really enjoyed the last episode about Whitney not sure if you're still doing the advice thing but if you are I got one for you once in a while girls on Tinder be like I love Asian dudes only it's rare yeah. super rare but does but, but it does happen I feel conflicted about this should I just hit that or am I being used for some white girls orientalist fantasy oh. also notice it's usually girls who seem extra DTF example below big ups Alan then he put a screenshot he sent he attached he sent, a file I love it I love it it says uh, Jess 30 librarian seven miles away ooh so close but so far her, her bio says like kissing adventuring and having fun she's gonna open with kissing woo like kissing adventuring and having fun beautiful Asian men only not sure if you qualify swipe right intelligence is sexy not looking for anything serious and always happy to find a pretty new toy air boy to play with uh, first of all, I mean, I don't know. I'm not on these apps, but that yeah. sounds like a scam. Yeah, it maybe, like maybe a, scam? a bot, maybe a bot. Also, like a librarian. Come on, um, it's like, no, oh, but, what's, but, but, what's your job? Cheerleader. Come I, on. I was briefly on the apps before Marie and I started like dating officially, and I did see some of these people. In fact, the only people I matched with. Uh, oh, interesting. Only people I matched with were people who were like, I love anime or like, or like, you know, Koreans only or whatever. I don't know why these also matched me. They're also racist. This is um, so, yes. So this is so interesting because this, we're in this like fl- inflection point because, um, you know, you have a joke, Brian Park has a joke about, uh, you know, like, oh, you know, you're, you're pretty good looking for you know, an Asian guy or, or, or whatever. And, you know, I don't fuck Asian guys or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of changing because a little bit. yeah, because now we've got hot Asian guys out there. Yeah, and people and, know about it. Yeah, and they're uh, the, uh, what's it? Uh, S- Stephen Yoon. Stephen Yoon. Yeah, he's so good looking. Yeah, he's so charismatic. You know, John Cho's been out there for a long time. We've got mm-hmm. all sorts of dudes, and then we've got like just the the sexy guys. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, all of crazy rich Asians. All the crazy rich, rich Asians. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Who's that dude on? Um, Kim's Convenience, Sammy. Oh, S- Sam Liu. Sim Liu. Sim Liu, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's always constantly p- picking pictures with his shirt off. Yep, yep. And so we've got this weird thing where, like, there are going to be people who are, like, into the Asian guys. Yeah. Um, first of all, I don't know the appeal. I don't understand that. But <laughs> <laughs> We're pieces of shit. No. Uh, <laughs> no, but... Uh, so I think there's two things here, right? One, what you're saying is correct. I think right now there's a general there's movement. There's like a weird like thing Just happening. like the, the, all the things that Asian dudes complain about like five years ago, like, oh, people don't think we're hot or think people think we're losers. It is slowly changing, at least in major cities. I see it. I see a lot more like Asian men dating other women who aren't Asian girls, you know? Mm. And like, that's cool. 
like good for them. I think as a country, that's awesome. But I think what he's talking about is something that has always existed. And it's uh, like just these OG Asian fans. OG, OG Asian fans Yo, I was who into love the wire before. Who love Asian <laughs> shit. And uh, I remember I um like weeaboos. I remember I matched with this girl on Tinder in like twenty twelve or something. And it was like uh like she had she was very cute and then I, as I was slipping through it was like it was, she, it was very clear she was like a huge K-pop fan and mm. this is before K-pop was famous so like ah. she's like an early adopter right <laughs> and she seemed fine I never ended up meeting with her but she seemed fine and I, I did have that same thought you know I, and this isn't on Tinder but I have like talked to girls at parties and I'm like oh this girl's like kind of into me and then I look and then her background on the phone is like a oh. you know something Asian like an anime or something you know and so it's like it's the question of like as a guy it's weird because you're Asian so you're like I don't want you to fantasize about me like I don't this is not a fetish bro but uh, it's conflicting because you are a man yes and you're stupid so you're like <laughs> you know <laughs> yes you're so a, that's, yes. I think that's what Alan is struggling with here he's like you know he's the <laughs> and also like I'm a social justice warrior yes. you know it's like when when does which side should come out when um, yeah I, I guess it's like one of those I'm a thirsty dude who wants to get it and then but you you're gonna feel weird because like you feel like maybe after sex she's gonna like collect a piece of your hair or something and put it in, in like a vial <laughs> and then die, catalog, Just, it, catalog it and then put it into a drawer or like ask you to yeah. keep your underwear this, this keep is your, Asian's 99 or 2000 yeah like, what exactly the fuck is this? exactly just like you know it's just like she's like a serial killer but with with Asian penises yeah you know? I'm just, gonna go ahead and defend the girls here the, the <laughs> girls who defend Asian guys because I at the same time I do believe there are girls who might catalog you at the same time, I I believe that there are plenty of girls out there who just who don't feel that weird about saying I'm into this. This is what I'm into. She's very very open, and if you meet them, I'm sure they're normal and they're not gonna like fetishize you. In fact, they're probably gonna like respect you more because they're more like nuanced, you know. And so I, I think you I think mean, so. I don't know because if somebody was to if I was single and somebody was like, oh, this guy's Asian, he's gonna be you know blah blah. blah. The thing is, I'm not like I'm not that Asian mm. you know, so this person hey you know you want to how do you know what level of Asian she's looking for I think we're just assuming you, she's looking for like a you, you know? know but I mean okay let's just say like if you've got like a phone screensaver or whatever background of yeah. K-pop I'm, I, I'm, I don't know I'm not you know what I'm saying like if you talk to me after a while you're gonna realize yeah. I'm actually Latino you know it's like I'm not <laughs> actually I don't know hey. anything yeah I'm not actually you know I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm much uh, you know closer to um uh, you know, like a bro, like a, a white bro than right. I am to like but are a you, beautiful skin K-pop guy. Are you, are you being presumptuous in that like she is equating the background of K-pop to you? Like what if she's just into you and she also likes K-pop and she's, there's no correlation between the two in her mind if you just met this girl at a party. You know, if you, mm, met, if you met a girl at a party, this is a little bit different because she says that on her Tinder profile. Yeah. But if you met a girl at a party and you're like, oh, I think she's vibing me and then you look and she's got like Naruto in the background, you know, <laughs> and you're like, well, I'm not a blonde ninja. Well, I didn't, I didn't know about Naruto. I'm very close to Naruto. Right? Uh, no, um, I definitely have a fox spirit. <laughs> I'm more of a, a fire style ninja. Yeah, not exactly. A <laughs> well, that's different, my friend. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I see. I see your point. Um, but I, you know, I think I just want my boy Alan to get laid. That's really well, what I, I'm, you, know, you know. You know, get yours, man. But the you know the problem is like you want to get the person to know who you are ultimately, right? And so whether or not this person has a Asian guy fetish, then you know. I guess it. Oh, it all depends on what you're look. You know what you want, what you're looking for. If you, if, but I think you ultimately want to be seen as a as a as a person. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you're if you're just trying to smash. You're not trying to see shit. But yeah. <laughs> if you're trying to be seen as a person, then you know try try, try to see ultimately people are people, and and the, even even the person with their very strong oriental fantasy, you know, may ultimately be like, you know what, I was really into fire ninjas, but this water ninja is pretty cool too. <laughs> and you know, whoever you are. And, and this, you know, yeah. this, 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 um, this Mexican See, Vietnamese guy is but this cool. brings up a really good point that I wanted to talk about yesterday on a different podcast we did but why are you why are Asians so afraid of being known for things that our countries create and are respected like what mm. you know let me give you this example let's just say like reggae is like really big worldwide <laughs> right yeah yeah let's just say like i really identify with that rasta culture <laughs> and like you know let's just say because there are like like reggae yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a reggae scene in tokyo i yeah. don't know if you knew that like yeah, yeah. right so and, and all, all over the world let's just say i really identified with that lifestyle lifestyle it's all about lifestyle mm. right and maybe I don't have dreads, but like I dress like that. And I listen to reggae all the time. And the back of my phone is Bob Marley. Okay. Mm. 
let's just say like, and I'm just around, and yep. and I'm around those people a lot. Yeah. And those people who are into that lifestyle just happen to be Jamaican because that's where it originated. And I maybe I'm dating a Jamaican girl. It, it, should she feel weird? Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, if mm. am I really, am I fetishizing Jamaica. Jamaican culture Jamaican in culture. a sexual way is that why I'm dating her or am I dating her because I'm into this lifestyle and that's who she's that's who's fucking around mm. you know mm. why are Asian people so afraid to like dude people respect K-pop and BTS <laughs> and Naruto like that's a cultural import dude yeah 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 you know not every Asian country has that there was, the, David Nguyen was talking about this recently about how China is becoming an economic power yeah. and the only thing they're bummed out about is they don't have any cultural products that no. are transcendent so like, yeah. so like people, people buy have. shit in China but K-pop has like beauty right Japanese yep. who have anime yep. fashion yep. cars like, yep. so they, they're struggling with like they don't have a lot of cultural exports yeah 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 right but like some countries are lucky enough to have that why can't why can't you just be proud of that you know like, I mean, I, I, that's what I understand I think it's okay to be proud of it but like to use like uh, uh, my own thing like let's say you're really into Vietnamese culture you know yeah. I love landmines I don't know whatever it is like uh, <laughs> she's got a picture just, of landmines like, love la- like whatever pho you know what I'm saying or yeah, I love yeah, like yeah. rice hats and shit like that I guess the first thing is again to to my point I am not that Vietnamese you know what I'm saying mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. yes I know about pho and stuff like that but you know if you're if you're into the culture and you find out I'm Vietnamese and you're like oh let, let's talk about the culture a lot I'm like dude I don't want to talk about Vietnamese stuff I'm 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 from Southern California you know like I would rather honestly talk about like uh like rims on my car or something like that right you right, know? right so right, right. that's sort of the disconnect there and then second I'm not a tour guide you know I was like, yeah, you're yeah, like yeah, hey yeah. you take me to all the best Vietnamese places I love Vietnamese food yeah but you know what? there's Yelp go date Yelp you know or yeah. go date like a, a bowl of pho if yeah. you really want like pho that much so I think that's really the difference it's it's a little bit less about uh, you know, of course, again, people are people and, you know, if you're interested in the culture, that's totally cool. It's, it's just that like, duh, you know, I, if you try to equate a person, if, if you're really interested in the interest, then go for the interest then like just date some like to your point about the Jamaican whatever uh, you're Jamaican <laughs> if, become if you become a Rastafarian <laughs> you know what I'm saying like yeah. you can if you if you yeah you end up meeting uh, other beautiful black Rasta women and you know date them that's fine but then you should also be able to say if I'm if you met another Japanese person who was into Rasta stuff yeah date that person because you your right. quote unquote interest yeah, is but then, so you're saying I gotta have a fucking resume to prove that I'm not that guy you know what I mean what do you mean so like in order to prove that I'm not just fantasizing Jamaican culture I have but to have you a are, resume right but in your in your scenario in right? my scenario sure it could, yeah um but but I don't know if fetishizing is the word. What if you just like it? This is really interesting because then we, we can talk about the thing we're going to talk about. Oh later. yeah 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 in yeah. The next yeah. episode. Ooh, Ooh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Chicano Japanese yeah. culture. I guess you're saying the issue is with this Tinder chick. She specifically wrote Asian men only, and that's yeah. the, and that's why you're making all these assumptions about her and how you're saying I don't want to be a tour guide. I get that. <laughs> I, I get yeah. that vibe too. If you're out there just saying Asian men only, yeah. that's weird. But I think. If you just met somebody in real life who was into something from a different culture, and if they're, I don't know, you, you end can, up like I whatever. can't really explain it with words, but I think it's a vibe. No, you can I tell mean, if somebody's yeah. fetishizing it or I someone's think, like, I yeah. just really identify no, with I this think, thing. I think that's totally, I think that's totally fair if yeah. you are into a thing, but if you, um, you know, uh, it, 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 I guess it, it, it comes down to like if you treat a person like an object, yeah. you know, to collect or whatever, then and you associate this person as like part of, you know, yeah. the culture that you're trying to like collect. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? If you're if you're an otaku about a person, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then that's like that's, yeah, that's the weird not thing. okay. But, that's we'll, the weird but thing. we'll never know if someone's doing that. I guess you're right. I mean, we will we'll, we'll never know, but you'll. Um, I feel you can get the vibe pretty quickly yeah, from somebody. Yeah, it's a vibe. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. I, I, I think it's always going to be it's always going to be a little different with with Asian women because women, first of all, got to deal with just dudes in yeah, general yeah. just being creepers. Yeah, yeah. And like the guy coming up and like hitting you with like the four different like um, Asian hellos at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, which Good is morning. yeah, exactly. All the different <laughs> all those different things all at the same time, and that and then you know that. I could see being getting really tired. I think mm. it's it's a little bit different. It's different for Asian guys because a we're guys we're fucking creepers. Yeah, we're we're, we're gross. And b it's like fairly new to us. Yeah. But after a while, like if a, if like you know people did that to me all the time. Yeah. It's just like if if uh, if um 
you know, a guy who just wanted to be my friend, but like, he just kept talking thing, to you just, about Vietnamese, Vietnamese shit. Or like he just kept, he came up to me and just immediately started like say, saying hello in four different like languages. Ah, yeah, 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 Konnichiwa. Yeah, I'm like, like okay. really? I gotta it. fucking do this now. Yeah, you gotta just like, come on, bro. Gotta, We're at like a sports bar. Can we just watch the pass? A lot of times they'll say it with like a really fake accent, and like I can't understand what they're saying, and I'd be like, oh, you st- your study was for nothing because you yeah. fucking suck. I mean, you know, to your, to your point, it is it, it's it's a it's a tricky situation. Tricky. How do we get here? I don't know. This well, guy- this, this is good advice for Alan. Alan, you gotta think about all this, man. But I think <laughs> that's in, in conclusion, he's he's sitting there, he's <laughs> trying to get a hand job, and he's like, oh, hmm, am I being fetishized? I think it's like. I, you know I'm just I'm judging her based on the information you've given me she could be a True. completely great person and, so you, well, no, and you should give everybody a chance you know yeah, I'm very Anna know. Frank in that way give everybody a chance okay Anna Frank that was her thing right in her diary <laughs> did you read her diary she wrote that she thinks all people are good oh right I, I don't heart. bring Anne Frank into this conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty heavy. When just, Alan's on fucking Tinder, okay? Forget uh. I said anything about Anne Frank, okay? But uh, you know, I think at first you got to think like I don't I don't know just from looking at her profile. I don't know if she's wifey material because again she might be just collecting you as an icon. But mm. but go ahead and get that hand job, okay? Go ahead and get that hand job. Go go meet her and and fill it out. You well, know, why see. Don't you go meet her and report back. Report back. Let it, yeah. Send us that follow up email of like. <laughs> What if he goes and like, hey guys, went on a date. Um, you know, she had a bunch of like anime pillows all over the place. Um, <laughs> she, she took a picture of me and she made me into a pillow. Uh, I live there now. I'm actually locked up in a basement. Help. Uh, <laughs> still love the podcast, guys. Still love the podcast. <laughs> so good luck out there, Ellen. Get, get wet. <laughs> <laughs>